Wow, you guys. I cannot believe that it is one of the last episodes of the year. This actually might be the last episode, depending on what order I put the two episodes in. Yeah, I think this is going to be the last. So the next time that I talk to you guys won't be until February 2023. I'm taking the month of January off, which I'm really excited to do. Since I started Fun on Weekdays, I have not had a single week off and I record my episodes weekly. So I don't really record them in advance, which is great because they're always current. But sometimes given life circumstances can be a little tricky. So I'm giving myself the month of January to do a little rebranding, revamping. I am hiring or maybe at the time that this episode goes live, I've already hired an assistant and we are going to take 2023 by storm. I'm so freaking excited. So if you're listening to this episode, you're probably looking for some inspiration to take into the new year. You're getting excited for New Year's Eve, of course, one of the most important nights of the year. At least we tell ourselves that it is. But again, we always hype up New Year's Eve so much. There's like these super high expectations that it's going to be the best night ever. Your outfit's going to be the best you've ever looked. Something's going to happen with your ex-boyfriend or you're going to meet the love of your life. You're going to have the best kiss at New Year's. You know, there's so many expectations in our head and I've found that my favorite um, years have been just being at home, which is sounds very opposite of what I would have said maybe a couple of years ago because I would have wanted to be at the biggest party ever. But last year for New Year's, I went out for a little bit in Austin, went to, I think it was called like Madhouse, Mad, Mad people, mad people. That's what it's called. Um, my family was in Austin for New Year's Eve and Connor was in Florida with his family and my sister wanted to go out. I honestly like wasn't really feeling it. I don't know. I I don't know. There just wasn't the like magic of New Year's last year. For some reason we ended up going to this party and there's just so many people around you, like bumping into you and spilling drinks and people drink so early. So if you are staying in this year for New Year's Eve, Do not feel bad about that. Do not feel guilty and don't think that you have the fear of missing out on anything because you're probably going to have just as great of a time, if not better than spending a ton of money at the bars. But if you have a crazy night planned, I wanted to recap um, some of the things that I said in last year's New Year's Eve episode because I was reading through this um, little page that I put together for it and wow, I was like, I was really onto something. This was a good episode last year. And so if you just started listening to this podcast later this year, might not have listened to this one. So I'm going to quickly recap it for you. Before we get into that, I wanted to say welcome back or welcome to Fun on Weekdays podcast. My name is Jenna Palak. I'm your host. The last time that I'm signing in or doing an intro, I don't know, what's the right word? in this year. So happy to have you here. (laughs) Okay, let's get into the episode. So last year, I started the episode with a little bit of a recap of 2021, which I won't get into that. But I will do a recap of 2022 at the end of this. So I started with just talking about New Year's Eve. And I gave my thoughts on what the outfits needed to be last year. I said sparkles, sequins, pearls, embellishments, metallics, gloves, I really was giving you a lot of options here. I don't think that really ever changes, does it? I feel like every time you walk into a store right now, that's pretty much all you see. And why don't we see that year round? I was just thinking about this the other day. Why do we not have sparkles and sequins and velour and velvet year round? I mean, granted, okay, it might be too hot for that in the summer, but I feel like we should dress up as if it's a holiday every day. No? 
I don't know, gloves. You know how last year, I think it was more of a trend than it was this year. Although, I don't know, those gloves that are kind of sheer or they're velvet or whatever, kind of like a statement piece, especially if you're wearing a dress. I think that was a huge thing last year. I don't know what the equivalent of gloves is for this year. I said you should be wearing sets of some sort if you don't know what to wear. It's so easy to just find a matching set and you automatically look put together. I struggle (laughs) with putting outfits together. And I was actually at a store today in downtown Austin. It's called Hemline. Um, Pretty expensive store. If you've never been there and you're looking for something last minute, they have a lot of cute stuff, but it's going to come at a pretty penny. I've gotten some dresses there, but I don't know where I was going with that. Anyways, one of the things that I saw in the store was this matching green silk set. It was like a little tank top, a matching skirt, and then it had an oversized green satin blazer, and it was all the same material, and it was so cute. And I was like, you know what? I could just pick this up right now, put it on my body, and then the only other, um, what's the word? The only decision that I have to make is what shoes I'm going to wear and how I'm going to do my hair and makeup. Why are there so many decisions? As a girl, we have so many decisions to make every single day. So if you can just choose a set over having to choose a shirt and a jacket and a pant or a skirt or tights or a boot or a heel, why wouldn't you? You totally should. I said last year we should do tall boots, cowboy boots, metallic heels, platform heels, literally anything powerful and intimidating to stomp your way through the new year. I still stand by that, but I would like to add a more reasonable Um, pair of shoe this year how about sneakers how about slippers (laughs) how about moccasins how about just a nice pair of fuzzy socks (laughs) for my girls that are staying at home this year you are not gonna be wearing platform heels around your house or I don't know maybe you will be maybe you're doing a little DIY photo shoot at home that could be fun I also said jewel tones powerful statements like a bold color you can wear black it's always the safest choice but we love a jewel tone and actually brings me to my point of today I when I was downtown shopping around I went into this vintage store I think it's called like J-A-W I don't know how to pronounce it but it's right next to Hemline and I'm wearing this Reebok crew neck sweater and sweatpants and tennis shoes I didn't think it was like a groundbreaking outfit by any means I just threw this on I've actually been wearing this for the past three days and I did sleep in this outfit last night so I mean, he didn't know that. But the first thing he said was, oh my gosh, you look so cute today. I was like, what? Me? Stop running my hands through my hair. Like, oh my God, stop. Tell me more. And he was just complimenting my blush and my um, sweatshirt. He said that my makeup looked so good with the color of my sweatshirt. And some other people have said that they liked me in a dark green. So maybe this is your sign if you have a similar complexion and dark hair like me to wear some dark green because the compliments were flowing today and I was feeling really good about myself. I also wore a deep emerald green dress to my best friend Sarah's wedding a couple weekends ago. I say weekends, man, that was like two months ago. (laughs) Where have I been? Two months ago, time flies. And that might be the best dress I've ever put on my body. It's on my Instagram, beautiful dress. It should be beautiful because it was not cheap. I saw that dress at Nordstrom. It was an Alice and Olivia dress. And when I put it on, I was like, I've never felt prettier before. I have to buy it. I have to buy it. I had to justify it. And so it will be sitting in my closet waiting to be worn again. Hopefully in a couple of years, I'll still fit into it. But if not, it's a good dress to pass down to my daughter someday or maybe my niece. We'll see. 
So all that to say, jewel tones, dark green, that's your color this year. <laughs> okay, I also said last year, and I still stand by this, but I offer a new idea. I said last year to do a colorful statement eyeshadow or a color liner, especially if you're going to be wearing like a neutral color, like black or silver, or gold, or gray, whatever. You can spice it up with the eyeshadow. Okay, I still like that. I'm not opposed to it, but I think that we should just go like full glitter on the lids. I lately have been loving the moon dust from Urban Decay. Oh my gosh, it's so pretty. I saw it on TikTok. You can get it at Ulta, Sephora, wherever. I was absolutely shocked that it wasn't sold out actually. And I got it in two colors. I got the white one, which is just kind of like, it's not actually white because it's just super, super fine sparkles. And then I got one that's more of like a silvery color. So if you use a fluffy brush with it, you just sweep it over your eyelid and it is so pretty, especially with flash. And if it's going to be nighttime and you're taking photos, like it's just really, really pretty. Every time I wear it, I get compliments. I'm wearing a similar one today. It's not from Urban Decay. The one I'm wearing today is from ColourPop, which I love ColourPop too. It's definitely more affordable, but I don't know, something about the Urban Decay one. So I offer that as a different idea. And I think just keep it neutral, you know? We put a lot of pressure on changing our hair or changing our makeup to look like different than we normally do. It's kind of like wedding makeup. Isn't it funny that your fiance or your boyfriend or yeah, I guess he's your fiance if you're getting married to him. He's seen you with the same hairdo almost every single day and he still wants to marry you. But yet on your wedding day, you decide to do a hairdo you've never had before. (laughs) Same with your makeup. Why do we do that? Keep it simple. Stick to what you know. Elevate it a little bit. Get some moon dust. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Last year, I want to throw up at this. Actually, no, I don't mean that because if somebody is sitting here listening to this with tinsel in their hair, I'm not coming for you at all. But I said last year, maybe put some tinsel in your hair. I said Y2K is huge and I have a feeling feathers might come back. What? (laughs) I retract those words. I do think that hair tinsel was a thing. I had hair tinsel at my anniversary event, but... I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think that's the vibe this year. This year, we're getting away from party girl and we're getting into chic, sexy, sophisticated. You know, I think for so long, at least my first couple of years right out of college, I say first couple of years, I'm like three years out of college. I'm not old at all. But when I first graduated, I was wearing like only crop tops. I was showing as much skin as possible. I was self-tanning literally every single day. And when I look back at pictures, I'm like, I did not look good there. But at the time, I thought it was totally serving. And now, I think when I have more natural makeup, I'm wearing something that is maybe a little bit more covered or mature or something that I would have thought at the time was like, I don't know, too conservative. Ugh. Showing showing not enough skin. I think I wouldn't have liked it as much. But now, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm 25. Maybe it's because I have a boyfriend. I don't know. Could be that, totally. But... I don't know. Let's stop putting so much pressure on the outfits because this year I'm probably going to wear exactly what I'm wearing right now. And I don't really care as long as I'm with good people, friends, people I love. It's all that matters, right? Okay. Some of my tips for the night, that's concluding the outfits section for you. I still stand by that. I don't know if there's anything I'd like to add. Oh, 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 there is, there is. Instead of buying a sparkly New Year's Eve dress, something that you're probably only going to wear once. I think 
especially if you're staying in, you should get like a really cute, nice pair of pajamas. You should invest in that because you'll wear it multiple times. The feather pajamas are huge right now. Get yourself a cute pair of slippers. Get yourself a really nice bottle of champagne or wine or whatever and some new wine glasses and spend the money and have a little slumber party at home. That's so fun. I love that. I'm taking that idea right now and that's what I'm going to do this year. So updates to come. You will see photos of me in feather PJs. (laughs) Okay, on to the tips for the night. I said, make sure you don't forget to take any pictures of the night because your outfit only really matters if it's photographed. It's funny looking back at some of the things that I said last year because I don't really agree with some of them anymore. I think it's so silly of me to say that you have to take a picture of your outfit. Otherwise, it doesn't matter because... I don't know. There's been a lot of times where I've thought that I'm going to love an outfit. I go out and I buy something brand new and then I just don't even like love it. And what does it really matter? You know, what does it really matter? I was putting a lot of pressure on having like a certain image, I guess. And now one year later, I'm looking back at this. I'm like, girl, Jenna, get your head out of the gutter. Growing up so much, you're so mature. No, I'm not. (laughs) Literally not at all. I just don't go out as much. That's all. I said, don't drink too much champagne. Mm, I retract that. I think you should drink too much champagne. Just don't drink it too early in the night because a couple years ago, I know why I said this. A couple years ago, I went out in downtown Cleveland. Oh, what was the place called? Oh my gosh, this is going to drive me crazy if I don't remember. It has a couple stories to it. And I remember it was like $100 for the night to get in. And then I don't remember if all of your drinks were free or if it was just a free champagne toast, whatever. But I pre-gamed with a bottle of champagne, which was the worst idea ever. It's just straight sugar. Um, And the hangover is horrible. But the reason why I'm saying do drink too much champagne is because now we have a solution to the hangovers. Hopefully, you guys have Waterboy stocked up for New Year's. If not... I don't know if they'll have it in stock by the time that you're listening to this episode, but I know that they're coming back out with more strawberry lemonade and I'm really trying to convince them to do a restock of my flavor. So who knows? Maybe fruit punch will be coming back in 2023, but maybe not in time for New Year's. So do drink too much champagne. Just be prepared for the hangover tomorrow and get yourself something that will help you. (laughs) Okay. Beer before liquor, never been sicker. That is always a rule, always, but also... Does anyone listening to this podcast drink beer? I've, I have some, I don't know, something within me is telling me that none of my followers drink beer, but I could just be profiling you. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you drink a nice cider or a nice ale. I know my sister drinks Christmas ale, so that's, that's an exception. This is really important. I stand by this every single year. I don't care how old I get ever. Don't kiss your boyfriend. And on that note, let's go a step further. Don't go home with him. No, no, we're starting the year off right. We're putting him in the past and we're moving on to someone better for you. You guys broke up for a reason. I did a Q and A on my Instagram when yesterday. Yeah. And half of the questions that I got were how to get over a breakup. And so I know you guys are going through it right now. It's interesting because I feel like the summer is usually when people break up. And the winter slash fall is cuffing season. There was something in the air this year because clearly everyone was breaking up during cuffing season and everyone is just going through heartbreak right now. But the plus side of going through heartbreak in the fall is that by Christmas, you have that revenge glow up. So you are looking your best you've ever looked. 
you're looking hot, you are probably a little bit sad, but you are not going to kiss your ex-boyfriend on midnight or 1 a.m. or 3 a.m., whatever time, and you're not going home with him because I told you not to because you're going to regret it. And we're starting 2023 on a good note, healthy mindset, and moving forward. Okay? That's my that's my breakup advice for you for this episode. Next one, don't forget to text your family at midnight. I try to call my parents every single year at midnight. Don't forget to do it. Even if you're in a crowded place and you don't have cell phone signal or it's too loud, at least text them because I don't know. I think as I've gotten older and as I live further from my parents and like my grandparents, I saw them recently for Thanksgiving and I don't know, like we're all getting older. Like our family's getting older. You don't know how many years you have left with anyone in your family. So don't miss the opportunity to make them feel special and make them feel loved because I can guarantee your family probably watches you from afar and they think that you might have like forgotten about them and that's definitely not the case. So make sure that they know that you haven't and show them some love. Okay, (laughs) this is kind of what I was saying earlier, but don't expect this to be the best night of the year because it, it literally never is. And when you have the expectation so high in your head, it's never gonna live up to that expectation. I think in my mind of New Year's Eve just like every other night and then maybe it'll be like awesome. That's totally not true. That was that was totally a lie. I always still look forward to New Year's Eve, but I think I've just realized now that it's not going to be the craziest, most memorable night ever. Maybe it will be, but if you expect it to be, it won't. Don't leave the pregame with low battery. That is a no-brainer. Make sure that somebody in your group has a portable charger, and if it's not you, make sure that you are best friends with the person that has it. <laughs> nobody wants to be the person that's asking someone they don't know for a charger because they're probably not going to get it and then your phone's going to die and then you're going to be lost and then your friends are going to leave without you and then you'll be stranded and we don't want that I I still kind of agree with some of the ones I said but I don't think that they're noteworthy you can go back and listen to last year's episode if you want to hear them all but I'm going to skip through and just highlight some of the ones that I do really love I mentioned before, do drink Waterboy the following morning so you're not hungover for family dinner. There is nothing worse than being hungover on New Year's Eve dinner, or sorry, on New Year's Day dinner. If your family's like me, mine, and they're making sauerkraut and kibasi, New Year's dinner is my least favorite food. Might even be worse than Thanksgiving in my mind. I don't know. Those two kind of go head to head. They're both tied. Sauerkraut it's disgusting, disgusting. And it's even worse when you're hungover. So please, please hydrate, take care of yourself. I said, and I quote, make a dope montage. What? When have I ever used the word dope? That (laughs) I'm reading this like, uh, huh? I do think you should make a montage. Maybe I wouldn't use the word dope, but anyways, make a montage of your best 2021 memories because you'll be happy to have it to look back on. And who knows? Maybe, maybe you'll go viral and maybe this will start something brand new for you. But at the very end of it, it's always so nice to just have your year in a wrap to look at and just be like kind of sentimental. I made one recently and I don't think it really hit me what all happened in this past year until I made the video and watched it back four times. And after the fourth time, I was like, oh my God, pop off, Jenna. You kind of did an awesome job this year. You kind of followed through with a lot of the things you said you were going to do. Like, good for you. So make that and hype yourself up and then you can look back on it. And the last thing that I said was, do make New Year's resolutions that you will actually follow through with. 
And that leads me into what my resolutions were for last year. And I'm going to let you know if I completed them or not. First one I said was read more books. Well, I read two books this year. And I think last year I didn't read any books at all. So technically I did accomplish that. But I was going to say one of my goals for this upcoming year, 2023, actually is to read a book every two months. My goal is going to be six six books for the year, which for me, that's kind of a lot. I don't know. I do think it'd be a great idea to start a book club for fun on weekdays. So maybe we can hold each other accountable. I know that there's already some book clubs um, going on in our Facebook group that are unofficial, but maybe if we make an official one with an itinerary and we can all tackle that New Year's resolution of reading more books together, that, that could be fun. Might need to get into the Colleen Hoover books because everyone has been saying it's like making them hot and bothered. I recently, one of the books that I read this year was People You Meet on Vacation And I was reading it on the plane on my way to Paris. That sounded so bitchy to say. I was reading a book on my way to Paris. (laughs) I didn't mean it like that, I swear. I just had so much time, I didn't know what else to do. So I was like, I guess I'll read, I guess. And I didn't think I was gonna love the book as much as I did. I I was literally wrapped up in this book. It had me in a chokehold the entire trip. All I wanted to do was have a couple minutes to sit down at the hotel and just like read. So I ended up finishing the book in, I think, two weekends, really. Oh, so good. So good. If you've read that book, you know the part that I'm talking about, that you're reading it, and you're almost kind of hiding behind your book because you don't want people to see the part that you're reading because you're like, oh my God, it's getting steamy. It's getting good. I want to find more of those books this year. Next one I had, my resolutions, fitness. That's all. That's all. No specifics around it, just fitness. (laughs) I don't really know what that means, but below it, I had some, I had some ideas such as cycling, bar, Pilates, boxing, kickboxing, running, question mark, should I do a 5k? Actually, actually, okay, I'm proud of myself because I did do a 5k. So for Thanksgiving this year, Connor was with his family. I was with my family in San Antonio and he does a turkey trot every year with his family. Mm. My family is not a turkey trot family, but I was at the gym and was like, you know what? Maybe I should just do a turkey trot just to kind of do it in spirit. And I was wearing these flat sneakers. I think they're called like Tejas or no, no, they're not. Oh, they're called Zeta. Z-E-T-A. I think it's a European brand. I don't think that you can get them in the U.S., but the, the reason why I have them is because Nespresso did a collab with them. I don't know. You don't need all the specifics. But anyways, I ran a 5K on a treadmill and I have never once done that ever. And I don't run. I I haven't run at all this year. I just spontaneously decided to run a 5K on the treadmill. I will say I did walk for a little bit of it, but I'm really proud that I did that. And I didn't even plan to. And then I put, let's see, health. Okay, cool. Again, no specifics. So it's really hard to measure whether I actually completed it or not if I don't have a quantifiable goal. Anyways, I put gluten and dairy-free. Oh, nope. Well, I can tell you I didn't do that. (laughs) Last year around the time that I was writing this list for my upcoming year of resolutions, I was gluten and dairy-free. I did it for, I think, like three or four months when I was living in LA with Connor. And then slowly over time, it just kind of like introduced gluten and dairy back into my diet. And then I don't know, I just kind of eat whatever I want to now, but now I'm cycle syncing, which 
Uh, that's a whole nother thing. I did an episode about cycle syncing and I'm about two months through it. And I will say I feel pretty good. Um, you know, gluten and dairy here and there, you still have stomach issues, still have digestion issues, definitely still have the bloating and the dairy does still make you break out a little bit, but didn't complete that. That's okay. I don't feel bad about it. Okay. Next one was open a credit card. And I said, apparently you need credit to buy a house question mark. Yeah. So this past year has been a really good year for me to learn and grow financially because no one in my family owns a business. And for me to even say I own a business is just still weird because to me this, I don't know, technically is whatever. doesn't matter. This year, I had no idea what I was doing with my finances. I opened an LLC for Jenna Palak and then I opened an LLC for fun on weekdays. And then I started meeting with financial advisors at my bank. I go to Chase um, downtown. And then I got matched with someone who helps just kind of oversee my accounts and just explain to me the whole process of applying for credit and managing the inflow, inflow, like the flow of money when I get invoiced. So it's just, it's really confusing. And I don't need to go into the nitty gritty about it because I'm definitely not an expert about finances, but all that to say, I did open two credit cards this year, one for a personal Jenna Palak and a business credit card as well. Ironically, I had a meeting today with my financial advisor to get the business credit card. So check that off the list too. If you are out of college, you should absolutely have a credit card. I honestly still don't know why, but I just, you should. I, I don't know. Everyone tells me that you should. So I'm going to tell you that you should too. <laughs> okay. One of my goals was to pay off my student loans. And actually, I am working on that, but I've just been putting it off because the student loan extension keeps getting delayed. It keeps getting extended. So I'm like, well, shit, I'm just going to wait to pay it off until I absolutely have to. So, okay, whenever he wants to make us pay, I'm all yours. I will start paying. But I didn't complete that this year, which I'm okay with. I said, be more organized and find routine. Maybe even use a planner. Pick up another side job that gives me a sense of normalcy. They didn't do either of those. Cool. Awesome. So far, I think I'm, um, I think I'm about 50% completed of my goals. Next one is travel out of the country. Oh my gosh, I forgot that I had this goal. So I did go out of the country, uh, up until this point, up until this year, the only time I've gone out of the country was to go to like all inclusive resorts in Mexico, which I feel like, I mean, it's still out of the country, but not really what I meant. This year, I got to go to Paris and London, which was just such a cool opportunity. I'm so grateful. It's like really, really crazy that the internet brought me that. But yeah, it was awesome. So next year, I would love to go out of the country again, maybe to some other places and explore Italy maybe. I've always wanted to go to Croatia and Australia too. I, I don't really know why. I cannot expand on that. I just want to. <laughs> okay, commit time to my mental health. Setting schedules for specific times to unplug. Didn't do that see a therapist. Didn't do that either. I've mentioned this multiple times. Um, I think I've made excuses this year of why I haven't seen a therapist because I've gone through saying that I really want to, but then like I make an excuse for why I haven't yet. And then at the same time, when I record episodes like this, it almost feels like free therapy to me to just speak out loud and do a podcast episode, even though no one's prompting me to do this. But this is a goal that will carry over into 2023, beginning of the year. I'm getting my shit together and I am going to invest in my mental health for sure. Find a new hobby. I said, join an intramural league, maybe pick pickleball, volleyball, softball, or become a triathlete. You know, why pick one when you can do all three? I 
didn't do that either. Wow. <laughs> okay, cool. Awesome, Jenna. Good job. I feel like when I was writing this, I expected the hobby that I would pick up to be some type of um, sport. But I think the hobby that I picked up, and I, would, I don't even know if I would say it's a hobby because it is more of a job, but I think doing the events this past year kind of became my hobby. And I spent majority of my time doing that. But again, I would like to find another hobby in the upcoming year. I think doing a pickleball league would be so fun. It's just so hard with the schedule and like so much traveling and just not really having your roots somewhere. That is one thing I've struggled with this past year is like I'm so, so, so fortunate to travel a lot and to be able to go to different cities and do stuff. But it's hard to have like a consistency in your life in where you live if if you're never home. So yeah, maybe next year I'll be home more, but something tells me I won't be because I'm already planning a ton of events for next year. And based on how much I have planned already, like I'm going to knock this past year out of the park. So maybe I'll find a new hobby along the way. Who knows? But I didn't do that this year. <laughs> and the last thing that I said was make an impact. That's really sweet of me. I love that I said that. I said do community service slash volunteer work and bring people together through fun on weekdays. I am so proud that amongst all of the events that I've done, the two that I'm the most proud of was my fundraiser for Uvalde, which was, um, I did a clothing drive where I was cleaning out my closet one day and I had all these clothes that I've been holding on to for years. I've never worn them. Like I need to just get rid of these. I'm going to donate them. But then I had a moment where I was like, wait, why would I donate them? What if I sold them? But I don't like to do Poshmark or Depop or any of those things just because it's so much time to take the photos, upload it, and then manage the site and then ship them out and make sure everything's good and then communicate with the sender, especially when you have a lot of stuff to get rid of. So I was like, I should do some type of donation drive where people bring all of their clothes and then I make like a big yard sale, garage sale type thing where I sell everyone's clothes and then we just donate all of the money that we made to Uvalde victims. And so I did that this past year with my friend, Hallie Mayland. She is one of my closest friends here in Austin. And I'm so grateful for my friendship with her, like just such a light in my life and very similar interests as me with planning events and community. So we did that together. And it was one of those things that I think it kind of reignited my sense of purpose, really, because I just felt impactful. You know, there was just there was more meaning behind it than just hosting an event for people to come and have a happy hour, which at the end of the day, even doing that is still purposeful because somebody probably met a new friend or had a great conversation or put themselves out of their comfort zone, whatever it may be. It's still a purpose, but there was something behind the charity events that, that were really, really touching to me. And I'm really, really proud that I did that. The second one that I did was a voter registration event for the Roe v. Wade overturn, and this was before the election. So I was really just trying to get people out to come to register to vote in the upcoming election, whether it didn't matter what party they were voting for. I just know that there are so many people that have moved to a different city in the past couple of years since they graduate, and they're not um, registered to vote in where they currently live, myself included. So I had actually never voted before in the 2020 election um, for the president. Wait. Yeah. In the 2020 presidential election, I was living in Austin and I missed the cutoff date to um, register to vote in Austin. And I mean, I'm not making I am making excuses for myself. I honestly I was one of those people that I just thought, oh, it doesn't really matter. 
it doesn't really matter if I vote or not. You know, it's not that big of a difference, but it totally is. And so that was kind of my mindset a couple of years ago. And I, I don't know. I think when there's current events that really, really resonate with you that you are super passionate about. For me, I was so, so, so mad living in Texas, being a female, the overturn of Roe v. Wade. And if you're listening to this podcast and you don't agree with what I'm saying, you are more than welcome to have your own opinions. Absolutely. I'm not telling you to think a certain way or anything. I'm just sharing how I felt. And so in that moment, I mean, you see so many people that were posting online about how they view and resharing graphics and stuff. And then there's comments that are like expecting you to speak out or say something and expecting you to have an opinion on things. And sometimes they force you to say things before you have a plan of action. And so I wanted to just do something about it. And I hosted that event. I had Tori Leonard. <laughs> she is, but she's Beto's press secretary. She came out and spoke at the event. Um, again, another event that I organized with Hallie. Awesome. Amazing girl. Seriously. I could, I could hype her up all day. And yeah, we did like a small business drive and that came together in just a couple of days. We had live music, we had an artist come out and then we had some food trucks and all of the profits that were raised from the small businesses and the food and drink sales and then also just online donations. I also did a t-shirt for it. It was called Fundamental Rights on Weekdays, but then I scratched it out and said every day. Um, yeah, we donated all of that money to the Lilith Fund, which is a local Austin it helps individuals in Texas looking for reproductive rights and resources. And so um, I believe, I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but it was right around $7,000 that was donated to the Lilith Fund. And I'm just like, I'm beyond proud of myself for that. I don't know if there was a time that I ever actually talked about um, this on the podcast before, but those two events were definitely some of my highlights of 2022 and, you know, not things that I necessarily could have planned as a New Year's resolution to have, but I am proud to see that I did stick by um, my need and like want to make an impact and do some, some good for the community. Going into 2023, I want to do more of that. I want to host more charity events. My goal is to do six. I want to do one every other month, which is kind of a lot when you consider the amount of planning that goes into it. But I know that if anyone can pull it off, it is me and it is the people that follow me and people that listen to me. So yes, I'm talking about you. And in the upcoming year, I really want to focus my efforts on two things that I'm super passionate about. Number one being underprivileged uh, children in education. My mom was a teacher and it's just, it's really sad to see that there's so many kids that don't have the same resources as other children and want to provide them with the same resources to excel and succeed in life. So that's one thing. Um, this past year I've been involved in, there's a nonprofit called the Backpack Fund that was started by students at my high school, um, Riverside High School. And it was in honor of one of our classmates that had passed away in the past couple of years from cancer. And they had reached out to me um, about a donation that they were doing. And I, I just felt like very compelled by what they were doing. It was really inspiring. And so started getting a little bit involved in that. And wow, why am I? I'm like overwhelmed right now. My heart is beating really fast. I don't know why. This got to be kind of a serious episode. Like what? <laughs> Where is this going? Okay. The last thing is I want to also devote my time to my, my charity efforts into um, addiction awareness as well. And 
um, drug abuse because one of my good childhood friends, Ian Minnick, growing up, um, he passed away a couple of years ago and our families are close. I used to sing with him and we used to perform together. This is in my singing era. <laughs> I, I really haven't sang since he passed. Um, the only time that I really do is in his memorial um, showcase every year and they haven't been able to have it since COVID. So I'm really excited in January. You guys won't be here. I won't be doing a podcast episode in January about it, but I'm going back home to Ohio and I'm singing in the showcase. Um, sure, there'll be a video somewhere. And I'm having his old band member, Nick Batten, play the guitar for me. So um, aside from just doing that, I really want to spend my time with specific charities. Um, those will be my two kind of like topics. So if you're listening to this and you do any work within either of those, I would love to be connected with you to find out if there's a way that we can do some events together. But other than that, you know, things are always happening. World events are happening. So there's a lot of opportunities. Well, there shouldn't be. Sadly, there are a lot of opportunities for other um, nonprofit events that we can do in the future as well. So aside from just doing those charity events, one of my other goals for the upcoming year is here are my new res these are my new year's resolutions for 2023 all right guys let's be honest how many times have you forgotten to get somebody a gift and then you find the perfect thing but you can't get it shipped in time and you have no idea how you're going to make it work well this holiday season, same-day delivery is powered by DoorDash through Macy's. You can avoid the lines this holiday season by picking it up in-store, picking it up curbside, or getting same-day delivery, again, by DoorDash. You can find all of your options available on Macy's.com, and you can find my gift ideas on Macy's.com forward slash F-O-W. You guys, for anybody that is curious, what are my goals for 2023? Well... I just have this feeling. I don't know what it is. In the past month, I have gotten so much like motivation. It's almost like there's a fire under my butt and I'm just so excited. And I'm I'm really happy because for a lot of this year, I felt like I was struggling to find that. And then just out of the blue, it just kind of popped up. And I'm really just excited to see what the year can take me. And I'm excited to see where it's going to take all of you as well, because the best part about doing this podcast is hearing from you guys every single week, how each episode has motivated you or inspired you in some way or how it resonates or relates to you in some way. And over the past year and a half that I've now been doing fun on weekdays, like it's just so insane to see how much we've all kind of grown up together over the, over the short amount of time that we've virtually known each other and next year my goal is to personally know more of you and to personally be able to meet more of you and to bring more of you guys together and impact you even more so let's kick off my 2023 new year's resolutions I said that I want to do six charity events and like I said the two um, kind of main topics that I want to support this upcoming year and with that I also want to do 12 fun on weekdays branded events is that possible? That's one event a month. And that's a lot. Like that really is a lot. The amount of planning that goes into vendors and venues and ticketing and then the marketing for it, it definitely is a lot. But I think that it's feasible once I have an assistant, once I have an employee. And I, I mean, I think it's possible. I know that it's possible. One of my favorite things that someone has ever told to me was when I was working at University Tees. 
And I think it was Jonah that said this. If you work at University Tees, tell him that I said this. But during one of our sales conferences, he said, write your goal down for your year, whether it's, you know, a sales number or the number of clients that you want to have or the number of times that you want to, the number of books you want to read or I don't know, the number of times you want to call your family members, whatever it is, whatever your goal in life is, write that number down and then cross it out and double it. And last year, I want to say my goal for events was four events. I can look back and see what it was, but I did so many events this past year. Um, I started with, let's see, the the happy hour event in April. I don't know. I would have to write these down. I'm not even going to list them off. It doesn't really matter. But all that to say, I can do it and I'm planning to go to different cities. The first one being New York City in January. And like I said, I won't have podcast episodes in January. So be sure that you're looking out on Instagram and in my Facebook group. If you're not a part of my Facebook group, it is Funnel Weekdays podcast. You will easily find it. That's where I kind of post all of the generic updates and then my personal page as well. So you'll see when I'm having the New York event. But in addition, I'm planning to go to Dallas, do an event there, Denver, really trying to go to Tampa. I know my Tampa girlies are a close-knit group of girls. I, I'm always hearing about the Tampa Fun on Weekdays group. Um, I want to go somewhere in, I think, either Charlotte or Charleston. We'll see, maybe both. Who knows? Um, I hear a lot about Boston. hear a lot about Philly. I hear a lot about, um, oh, Chicago. Duh. Chicago, I'm actually planning to do in the summer, in the summer months of Chicago. I'm really excited for that. So who knows? Maybe I'll cross out 12 and I'll do 24. We'll see. That is one of my goals. Uh, the next one is I want to build community events across the country where they are fun on weekdays events, but I don't, I'm not necessarily there. So one of my goals is to expand fun on weekdays as more of like, not, I, I don't know if ambassador or rep is like the right way to say it, but to have a designated person in, in each major city where there is like a big group to coordinate monthly meetups. Um, I know that there are some girls in Houston that do this on their own already. And I just think it's it's so cool to see people taking initiative and just planning these events without me even knowing about it. And then I just see these photos of people tagging me. They're like, oh my gosh, fun on weekdays meet up. And it's really such a crazy mind blowing concept that people are doing this just on their own. So this year when I hire someone, that is one of my goals is to create some type of, um, some type of way to kind of organize how we can do that. So stay tuned for that update. Looking to host more of the Funnel Weekdays events locally, kind of is what I mean, and then using the major city events as the ones that I will specifically be at and like will be Funnel Weekdays branded. So we'll see about that. Who knows? FOW reps question mark is one of the things that I have. I've heard a lot about people saying college ambassadors. And while I do love my college girlies, I started this podcast at the core from after I graduated college and don't get me wrong. I know how hard college is, but like post-grad really, really needs that post-grad girls really, really, really need the same opportunities that all of these college girls have that aren't living on a campus with thousands of other girls where they're just, there's people at their disposal who are in the same you know, chapter of life with them. And so I think if we can kind of take the mold of maybe a college ambassador program and apply it to post-grad people, I think that'd be great. Maybe we can do both. We'll see. We'll see what the year has in store. Next thing I really want to do is a newsletter. I want to start more of like a blog. I will say I've always kind of enjoyed writing. Like I think that I can be kind of funny when I, when I write, I don't know if you ever read my podcast descriptions, I, I write those, but 
I don't know. I think that I should start a blog. I think there's room for me to improve as like a content creator, I suppose. I don't really do much like to know it or blogs or really anything aside from just posting ads, which I don't want to, I don't really want to do that as much anymore. Um, and so I would love to start a blog. And I also, one of my goals is to start a YouTube channel. And part of the reason I've, I've tried it so many freaking times this times this year, if I look through my memory card of my camera, there are a ton of videos that I've started and I've just never finished. They're just unfinished vlogs living on my camera. So this year, I'm going to find somebody who can edit these YouTube videos for me, get them up. And I really, I really want to get into that, whether they're makeup videos or just vlogs, whatever type of YouTube channel. I don't know. I just want to get on YouTube. I've watched YouTube for years and I've always wanted to be a YouTuber. I've done, you know, those fake, (laughs) I've, I've pretended to be filming YouTube videos, makeup tutorials where you like hold up the brush and you hold your hand behind it whatever and you know technology is so advanced at this point with cameras that I don't even think that you have to hold something up behind it anymore it'll just automatically focus on the product but that is one of my goals next one is to start a funnel weekdays business aside from what I'm currently doing so like yes I have the events yes I have the merch but I want an actual business that is separate from it so some of my ideas is to get into real estate I think it'd be so so cool to buy a property next year and to start some type of rental and I've kind of talked about this before but I've thought I've talked about like doing a themed Airbnb some type of uh, rental experience and just I don't know expanding beyond just what I currently have something that's a little bit more like evergreen and is more of a longevity is not the right word but you know what I mean so who knows I want to start some type of business whether it's real estate or starting a clothing business although there's just so many clothing businesses in the world and I don't know I'm not really sure about that maybe a makeup company maybe a wine company who knows you guys sky's the limit and the sky's the limit for you too for you too um next year I would love to come out with my dibs beauty product and sell it out Like that is one of my goals for next year. My eyes are just laser focused on creating this product with dibs, getting it out there and having it just like take over. I want to see like literally everyone having this in their makeup bag where it's just that one product that everyone is absolutely obsessed with. You can't see enough of it on TikTok. It's just everywhere. So that is one of my goals. I've been working really hard to make that happen and I don't know when it'll be out and it won't be out until it's absolutely perfect. It'll probably take a little bit of time. I don't know. I'm sure I'll have more details about it, but I am working on something really exciting with dibs. One of my suggestions for writing your resolutions is to be able to quantify your goals as much as you possibly can, because something that is so vague, like fitness, what does that even mean? I don't even know if I succeeded or not, (laughs) like make it a tangible goal. So My tangible goal is reading six books, which I definitely can. If you have recommendations, let me know. And then let's see, only a couple more. I want to get my Pilates teaching certificate. And whether I decide after doing the training that I still want to teach or not, I still want to go through the training. And I just think that would be like a really great thing for me to do aside from social media, something that I'm passionate about. I've gotten to fall really in love with fitness over this past year. And so I guess I did technically accomplish that goal last year, but getting my Pilates teaching certificate, I'm, I would love to do, I'm planning to do it through true fusion. That's the gym that I've been going to in Austin. So if you're looking for a new gym, I think they do 30 days for $30 at the beginning of the year. And it might even be cheaper than that. It might be 30 days, 60 days for $30 for the start of the new year. So highly recommend they have bar Pilates, 
kickboxing, dance, yoga, cycling. They have like everything, but I want to teach Pilates. Uh, next thing, I want to start a scholarship in my hometown. I, I really think that'd be a great way for me to give back is I want to help someone in my hometown that has dreams of doing something with their, you know, something that is maybe not traditional. I don't know. I just want to start a scholarship. I think that'd be really cool. Next one is to hire another employee. So as you know, I am hiring an assistant by the end of this year, and I'm hoping that by the end of next year, I will hire another employee. So that would make us a team of three next year. That's a goal. My last goal, you guys, is to be on Forbes 30 under 30. Like, that's a given, and I know that it's possible. So I have a lot of goals for 2023, and I'm really, really excited to kind of share the progress and the difficulties and the struggles of just life in general and balancing work and balancing fun and, you know, just all of the things that come with life. So 2023, this is what I said last year when I ended the episode. I said, this is not my year and it's not your year. It's our year and we're going to get through it together every Tuesday on Fun on Weekdays podcast. I love that. I said, break up with that toxic ass ex-boyfriend. Take control of your mental and physical health. Quit your job. Pursue that passion that you have. Take risks and be spontaneous. I said, open our hearts, open our minds. What was that? That was so cheesy. Like some of these other ones are cheesy, but that one was beyond cheesy. I said, use our struggles and difficulties as inspiration and use rejection as motivation and redirection. Let go of all of the excuses that we've been making for ourselves as of to why you're not doing the things that you want to do and achieve in life. Acknowledge our doubts and get rid of them. Throw them in the trash and acknowledge your worth and what you're worthy of and let your guards down. And most importantly, have fun on weekdays, you guys. I love you so much. This has been an incredible year. I have chills right now. Actually, um, I just got tinglies all through my body. Ah! Before I get emotional, I just want to say thank you so much for an incredible 2022 and let's do it next year. I'll talk to you guys in February. Bye. Happy New Year.